milk of the scriptures. We ask the Father for the wisdom, the knowledge, and understanding in the name of Yahusha as we go through the milk of the scriptures. We use the scriptures 1998 translation. Of course, you know that our scripture verse for this call series is First Kepha chapter two verse two. So turn to First Kepha chapter two verse two in your scriptures translation. Always use the same translation when you're studying with someone, especially since if you use those pagan translations that have all those pagan words in it, um, you will see that Satan will confuse you. So, you've gone to First Kepha, chapter 2, verse 2. As newborn babes desire the unadulterated milk of the word, in order that you grow by it. So, this is the milk series, and it's the milk series for a reason. This is the basics. This is the truth about the basics. That's what we're learning. But it, we're just going into the basics. We're not getting very deep in anything because the milk series is to grow spiritually. So you got to have the basics in order to grow. But as it says here in First Kepha, that you desire the unadulterated milk. You want the true milk, not the milk that has false doctrine involved with it, which as we've gone through our studies here, you, if you've listened to them, then you've heard the true milk compared to the false milk a lot of times. That's why we're going through this series to show you the truth, the basics. Last time, we saw things are changing from flesh thinking to spiritual thinking. And there is a difference, you know, and as you grow spiritually, you will notice the difference, you'll know the difference, you'll become familiar with the difference of flesh thinking and spiritual thinking. Let us continue the witnesses story, which is what, you know, we're looking at here in the gift of Yah, chapter 3, which of course is the book of Matthew. If you've studied with us, you know the reasoning for us to calling it the gift of Yah. So let's pick it up and we're going to take a look at um, regarding Yahusha in the gift of Yah, chapter 3, turn to verse 13. 
And let's read verses 13 through 17. Then Yahusha came from Galil to Yohanan at the Yarden to be immersed by him. But Yohanan was hindering him, saying, I need to be immersed by you, and you come to me? But Yahusha answering said to him, Permit it now, for thus it is fitting for us to fill all righteousness. Then he permitted him. And having been immersed, Yahusha went up immediately from the water, and see, the heavens were opened. And he saw the spirit of Elohim descending like a dove and coming upon him. And see, a voice out of heavens, out of the heavens, saying, This is my beloved, my son, the beloved, in whom I delight. We're going to take a look at those verses. And you're going to find out the truth of what, you know, those verses you know, there may be error there in the English. And you're going to find out that there is error. So one of the things as a um, new believer, as a immature believer, that you're going to find out, you have to understand that the scriptures, the books that we're reading from, that tell the stories, that tell the stuff, are man-made. And that there is error in those translations because they aren't the originals. We don't have the originals. We only have copies of copies, you see. And so, and copies of copies of copies. And so the translation changes things so that's one of the things that you've got to learn to grow spiritually you know mature and why do you have to know that well it's because you see as you grow spiritually you'll start to hear the spirit of Yah speaking to you and directing you and showing you what to do and showing you where to go and showing you who to talk to you see and showing you mistakes and showing you problems yes that's right it's a real you know live interaction with the father and as you read these things you know, in the English, the books, even in the scriptures 1998 here, as you read these words, you have to understand that the translations into English, there's error. And don't trust man's words, trust in the Father. And the Spirit will lead you the right way. So, what do we see going on here? Yohanan's task for the kingdom, as we know, was to have people show an outward sign by immersing them. That was his job, you know, 
you repent and that meant that you stop listening to traditions of men because the Sadducees had destroyed um, the scriptures, had destroyed the commands, had destroyed the Torah through their traditions. And the people were following the traditions much more than they were following the commands. And so what Johannan's job was, was to prepare them to start, start turning away from what man's telling you is right and repent of that. That means to turn away from. Turn away from and get ready to see the truth. Get ready to hear the truth. Get ready to receive the truth. And who is that going to be? Yahusha. So Johannan's job was preparing people to understand, get away from following these religious leaders because they're leading you down a road, which as you've, if you've read the scriptures, you know that Yahusha told them that a few times. And so that was his job. And if they have accepted that, they now understand that traditions of men are bad and against the Torah, against the commands of God, against the commands of Elohim, that what's going to happen is that they have to sign, they have to show that by a work. You understand? And their work was being immersed in the water. So, you understand, that's the purpose. That was John, Johannan's purpose for coming to the earth, being born, raised by the Father, out in the wilderness, prepared for a time to get the people to turn away from what man was teaching and get baptized to show that you, yes, that you've turned away from man's teaching. Now comes Yahusha. And let's take a look at it, Yahusha. And it's very interesting. And, and if you really want to see truth, not what the nonsense that people teach today about Yahusha, but we're going to find out about what, what this immersion is about, what the baptism is for, why Yahusha was baptized. Yahusha was our example. Let's learn from watching him. So that's another thing as we go through this, these studies. You see, he was our example. He's our shepherd. He's the leader. He's the one that you follow. The way th he did things, that's the way you do things. The way man does things, who cares? The way he showed us to do things, we do want to follow those things. That's why he said, follow me. So, in verse 13, we see here, it says, Then Yahusha came from Galil to Yohanan at the Yarden, to be immersed by him. That's interesting, isn't it? 
Yahusha came from his hometown to the Yarden River. His purpose was to have Yohanan immerse him like Yohanan had been immersing others. Now, at this time, remember, who was Yahusha before he was baptized? See, it's showing us something very important here. Who was he? He believed in Yahuwah Elohim. Absolutely. He believed and knew who his father was. But he was living a regular human life. No mission, no miracles, no disciples. He had friends and family and worked as a carpenter. At this point, you see, did he have the ability to communicate with Elohim? Did he know what Elohim wanted him to do at this point, right now, as he's before he's being baptized, immersed in the water? Does he have a connection to Elohim? And of course, the the answer is yes. Because he was born with a part of the Logos of Elohim, as the book of Yohanan tells us. So, the Logos of Elohim was placed in the baby. And he had, you know, the Logos. So, he had the information that he needed to live his life, to do what he needed to do that kind of stuff as he was living his regular human life. Which is, you know, look at the Old Testament. Did they have the spirit? Most of the people in the Old Testament, did they have the spirit? No. But what they did have was access to Elohim. Oh yeah, they spoke to Yahuwah. They spoke to Elohim, absolutely. But they didn't have the spirit. In a few cases, the spirit did come. The spirit of Yah did land on certain people for certain reasons. But the majority of people, and most people, they were connected to, you know, Yahuwah. They knew who Elohim was. And they could speak to him, but they didn't have the spirit. That was the same here for Yahusha, except for he had added bonus, and that was the Logos, you see. You see, the Logos, and I want us to hold our place there, and I want us to go to the book of Yohanan, and I want us to look at Yohanan, and I want you to see this word, and of course, in the English, it says word, but it's logos, which logos just means thoughts. So in the beginning was the thoughts, and the thoughts was with Elohim. Of course, the thoughts were... <laughs> 
He's got thoughts. He thinks. He has ideas. And he knows everything. And he's got all this information. Elohim, of course. You know, his thoughts are way above our thoughts. But you see, the thing is that we have thoughts too. We sure do. Elohim isn't the only one with with thoughts or logos. And the logos was Elohim. Of course, you can't separate your thoughts from yourself. Just like Elohim couldn't separate his thoughts from himself. What he thought was his logos, was his thoughts. That was him. Did his thoughts have their own free will? Of course not. <laughs> he controlled the thoughts. He controls what he thinks, in other words. Just like you control what you think. He does it better, though. So, you understand that's what logos means. Communication, thoughts. You understand that's what logos means. So, yes, of course, you can't separate logos from Elohim. So, what did he do? Elohim wanted to come to earth and live among humans. And so he didn't personally come to earth, his soul, Elohim, Yahuwah, come to earth and live on earth as a human. No, he did not. <laughs> but what he did do was, as it tells us in verse 14, and the thoughts, okay, the logos, the thoughts became flesh and pitched his tent among us. You see? So what happened? It's very simple. That Yahusha was produced, as we've learned, by Elohim. And we learned that last time, remember, in Luke, or one of the last times in Luke. And I want you to go there now. And what does it say? And I want you to go to Luke. And it says, I want you to go to chapter 1, verse 1. Just so we understand the difference between Yahusha and Yahuwah, which is the Father. Yahusha was a created being, human, and who was it created by? Well, it tells you right here. And pick it up in verse 30. And the messenger said to her, you're talking about Gabrielle and Miriam, do not be afraid, Miriam, for you have found favor with Elohim. And see, you shall conceive in your womb and shall give birth to a son and call his name Yahusha. And then it says, Miriam's answer in 34 is, and Miriam says to the messenger, how shall this be since I do not know a man? So here's what happened. And the messenger answering said to her, The set-apart spirit shall come upon you, and the power of the Most High shall overshadow you. 
and for that reason shall overshadow you. Do you think that Elohim, you know, became a little babe in her womb? No. No, Elohim placed his logos, his thoughts, his words in that womb with who else? Well, it tells you right here. So it's the um And it says, the power of the Most High, and for that reason, the set-apart one born of you shall be called what? The Son of Elohim. You understand? It wasn't Elohim. It was the Son of Elohim. So, so now we understand that Go back to the gift of Yah, chapter 3. Now we understand that Yahusha, as a babe in the womb, when he was created, Yahuwah, the Father, placed his logos, and that's a part of his logos because Yahusha didn't know everything, placed a part of his logos, the part that he wanted Yahusha to tell others, to share with others, place that in the flesh. So that part of his logos became flesh, became one with Yahusha. So Yahusha was a created being, 100% human, not deity, because he wasn't a deity. So if he was, he'd be going around doing miracles, even as a child, and he never did because he didn't have that ability because he was not a deity. He was not Elohim. He was 100% human. So now that we see that as a child and growing up to be 30 years old, that he was just a regular person living his life, no miracles, no mission, no anything going on like that, no disciples. He just had friends, family, and worked as a carpenter. So, I'm going to ask you, and if you've been listening, you'll understand the answer to this one. Did he have the ability to communicate with Elohim? Did he know what Elohim wanted him to do? Yes, because he was born with a part of the logos of Elohim. So yes, he did. Remember when he was 12? He was doing the works of his father. And they said, wow, this wisdom, this 12-year-old. No, he didn't have it. It wasn't human wisdom. That was the father speaking through him and telling him what to say. Now, here's the next question. I asked you about the Old Testament. Did they have the spirit? No, they didn't. But they could still communicate with Elohim and know what he wanted. And the question is, did Yahusha have the spirit yet? At this time, he's going to get immersed. Did he have the spirit yet? And there will be many that will tell you he did, but they're going to be wrong because the scriptures doesn't say that. Why do they say that? Because they want to believe that he's, you know, as they say, God, pagan word, and he's not. It's not who he is. He's 100% human. He's got a part of Elohim with him, but that doesn't make him a deity.
So let's find out in our study and see they have a problem with that. They want him to be a god, you know, with all these powers. But that isn't who he was, and he never said he was that. In fact, he said just the opposite. In future studies, we'll see. So here's the question. Another question. Did he obey the Torah? Yes. So if he obeyed the Torah, then he's different than those people that were being baptized, wasn't he? He's on a different footing because he didn't listen to traditions of men. No. So now Elohim tells him to go to the garden and be immersed by Yohanan. Another question for you is, did Yohanan require Yahusha to repent before he would immerse him? (laughs) Of course not. He wanted him to immerse him. (laughs) But you see, it wasn't supposed to be that way. That wasn't Yahusha's job. And Yahusha doesn't do somebody else's job, which is what we as believers have to figure out. So, no, he didn't tell him to repent because it was about, it was not about sin that he was telling the people to repent, turning, thinking differently. It was truly following Torah. And Johanna knew Yahusha was following Torah and had no reason for him to change his thinking. So, let's read verse 14. And... So Yohanan saying, no, no, no. Uh, um, but Yohanan was hindering him, saying, I need to be immersed by you, and you come to me. So he's saying, no, 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 you can immerse me. Yohanan wanted to be immersed by Yahusha, not to be not to immerse Yahusha. This shows us that Yohanan didn't have all the answers. He didn't know the deal. He just did what Elohim told him to do. But the answer Yahusha gives him is not written in the English. No, no, no. What it really says there is not what it says in the English that you see. Because if it was, people would see the truth about Yahusha, the human. Don't let anyone fool you. You see, this is part of it, brethren. As you are a new believer, you hear the Spirit. As you're reading things in the English, you'll read, hear the Spirit, and the Spirit will be letting you know, no, there's something wrong with that. No, you've got to look at that. You know, it's a kind of an interesting way that the Spirit, you know, I'm just interpreting it, but it's more of a feeling or a spiritual connection. The English never made sense to me never has never ever ever i've read this thing many times in my life it never made sense to me and until now i have not been shown what this actually says the english says permit it now for this is fitting for us to fill all righteousness that's what the english says what does that even mean you know like that's why it never made sense because the, 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 it didn't mean anything. I really don't know, but basically it seems to be saying it is the right thing to do. 
I checked all the translations I have, and guess what? They say almost the same thing word for word. So sometimes they don't get it. The spirit told me to check the Greek words. Since this is the milk, I will not go into great details about it, but if you want to, you can. But the Greek says, because in this way, it will be conspicuous to us to furnish all equity. And that's a rough translation. What this is saying is, in order for Yahusha to be able to do the work for Elohim, he has to receive his spirit, meaning Elohim's spirit. And when Yahusha is immersed, the spirit will become conspicuous. You're going to see it. You're going to see the spirit. So Yohanan immersed him. Sure enough. And what does it say? So we see Yahushua is showing us that we can be believers, but that doesn't mean we absolutely have the spirit of Yahuwah with us. He was a believer. He believed in, in the Father. He knew who Yahuwah was, absolutely. But he didn't have the spirit yet, so he didn't have access to doing spiritual works. No, he did not. Don't let him fool you. He didn't, not until that point. So, 16 says, And having been immersed, Yahusha went up immediately from the water, and see, the heavens were opened, and he saw the spirit of Elohim descending like a dove and coming upon him. So, Yahusha was immersed and came out of the water. So, he is standing on the riverbank now, and look what happened. The heavens were opened. This means that where Elohim sits on his throne, some call it the heaven of heavens, in other words, the invisible world where Elohim is, is had access to those on earth. And what did Yohanan see? Yahushua received the spirit of Yahuwah Elohim. So Yohanan saw Yahushua receive the spirit. So now we know the answer. Did Yahusha have the spirit of Yahuwah before he was immersed? Of course not. If he did, then he wouldn't. the spirit wouldn't have come down, would it have? Because it would have already been in him. You understand? He didn't have the spirit yet. So don't let them fool you and trick you to thinking something that's not true. Yahusha was 100% human. He was not a deity. As we see in this verse, verse 16, it says the spirit of Elohim um, descended on Yahusha. Now, once Yahusha received the spirit of Elohim, then Elohim tells Yohanan who he is. Did Yahusha know who he was? Yes, of course he did. Because remember when he was 12, he says, I'm doing my father's work. So he knew that he was doing the work of Elohim. So he knew who he was. He knew there was something different. That doesn't mean he had the spirit. It means that he had access to um, 
supernatural information. Let's work, let's turn to I mean read next verse 17. And see a voice out of heavens saying this is my son the beloved in whom I did delight. So look what happened next. Yohanan hears a voice from heaven. Elohim says Yahushua is my son. Yahushua is my beloved son. I think well of him. I approve of him, Yohanan. The chapter ends here. But as the witness tells us who saw the spirit or heard the voice, no one else was there. And the only one that needed to see and hear it did, which was, of course, Yohanan. Yahushua is teaching us that before you start your work for the kingdom, you are just a regular human living in the earth. First Kepha, chapter 2. Let's go there. Finish it up. Verse 2. As newborn babes desire the unadulterated milk of the word in order that you grow by it. You, ha- you now have more of the truth. See, you can't be deceived by the false doctrines and stuff they teach at churches today if you really know what the truth is about Yahusha and who he was. Does it make him anything less? No, of course not. <laughs> He's our Savior. He's the Messiah. He's the son of Elohim. The only begotten son, by the way. No other son was begotten like him. And he's the shepherd, the lamb. (laughs) You know, and when he returns at the end of Satan's time with his system, he'll be king of kings and supreme in authority over supreme in authorities until next time <laughs>